What is up, my lovely people? Today, we will be talking about discipline and the power of holding yourself accountable. I really hope you like it, and don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. It really helps me out. And with that being said, enjoy the show. What's up? How's it going? Oh, oh yeah, you're not special. I wanted to start off today by updating you guys on a few subtle changes to my podcast format. I've realized that I really love the free-flowing talks that I do on Nuggets of Wisdom, and after two episodes, I decided I want to combine the two series into just one big mess of information. So while today's topic is going to be discipline, it's going to be surrounding more of revelations and deep dives into the lives of teenagers like myself. But before that, I'd like to start off by talking about a woman named Sarah Blakely. She's the inventor of Spanx and is worth over a billion dollars and created a company with no prior experience, building it into the revolutionary shapewear brand that it is today. She has this really explosive attitude about going with your gut and visualizing what you want with your life, and I urge you to go and listen to her story, listen to her talks, because it's just a really fascinating start to this whole business thing where we all think that we have to have all this experience, but really, we don't really... We just need a vision. And she started with selling fax machines and cold called until she finally got someone to manufacture her products. And she's very upfront with the fact that she still had no idea what she was doing. I feel like this is the same kind of attitude all teenagers should have. We all have things we want to achieve, but we don't know what we're doing at all. How could we? We have no experience in the things that matter like job prospects and taxes and relationships and while I wish we had some more education that would help us navigate through it, the best sense of learning is always going to be to jump in with a positive attitude and keep on going. In seventh grade, I jumped into the cello. Just, I figured that I I just really wanted to play cello and I remember in sixth grade thinking about it and I went to this school concert and my school's orchestra, the chamber orchestra, was really, really good uh, in middle school. And I remember listening to that Halloween concert and being so mesmerized and decided, you know, I just want to pick up cello. Like, why not? Like, I just really feel like it would be something good for me. And I had already been playing piano, so I already knew how to read music and I started that spring and went to a string camp and then the next year I was in advanced orchestra and since then I've been to Chicago to play at the Midwest Clinic, I've been to Carnegie Hall to play with my orchestra there, and it's really given me a lot of gracious opportunities to work on myself, work on my self-discipline, just really figure out why am I passionate about music, why do I love this community so much, and Honestly, I don't know if I just have that answer yet, but it is really humbling to know that, you know, you can spend so many, so many hours and hours spending, you can spend so many hours practicing a song and still bomb an audition or still bomb a rehearsal and not be prepared and 
it's just one of those things that you have to learn how to deal with from an early age, that not everything is going to work out, and it's just about having that discipline to keep going. Keep going with it, knowing that one bad, one bad day, one mistake is not going to ruin your entire existence, uh, because I definitely let that skew me away from a lot of really awesome opportunities that I wish I hadn't missed. But that same drive is also what made me think that, you know, trying out for Allstate was possible and getting in my freshman year and continuing to get in and doing all these amazing, amazing things with people that are just so talented and just sharing that music with them, sharing that passion, that love for creating something that not a lot of people in the world can do. Now, how does all this tie into discipline? Well, again, Discipline often gets confused with motivation, but they're so, so different. In the knowledge society, they they really hate the M word, the motivation word, because motivation is that want to do something, that like brief experience of determination to get something done or write a story, start a business perhaps, and discipline is that need for something regardless of how you feel. Motivation is... in a way, driven by emotion. But discipline is the ability to face discomfort and get shit done no matter what or how you feel. It's about habit. It's creating those habits to shape you into the person you wish you were and ultimately will become with that hard work. In my mind, motivation is short-lived. It comes and goes. And discipline is a lifelong commitment that I am continuously working on and will continue to work on until the day that I die. I had a meeting with some of our mentors and uh, my man Steven brought up an interesting point. Discipline stems from desire. When we're trying to get in shape, for example, it starts with that desire to build yourself into a stronger being. You know, you need the discipline to keep it going and achieve that goal so that once you achieve one, you desire something else and then the cycle continues. There's something about Western culture that just continues to feed into our sense of desire. We always want more, and most people will never be content with what they're actually given. And there's another element to that cycle that we've definitely talked about before, and that's habit. In the beginning of this podcast creation, I talked about James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, and uh, he outlined how habits are created and how we can maintain them. He has a few interesting takeaways from his life that you guys can read about, um, but one stood out to me in terms of discipline, and that's the fact that willpower is limited, but we can mold it into something that's implementable in our life. Let me reiterate. Motivation is based on emotion, which means it's constantly changing. You know, you rarely go through a day just feeling one emotion. You'll wake up and you'll feel a little tired and sluggish, and then you'll start getting stuff done in the morning and maybe you'll feel productive and someone makes you laugh and you're happy for a little while and then someone makes you sad or you trip and fall and you hurt yourself and it's like everything is constantly shifting in your mind and James Clear says success usually comes down to choosing the pain of discipline over the ease of distraction and that's exactly what delayed gratification is all about not about motivation There are so many things to get distracted in throughout the day, and 
we have limited willpower. As we make more decisions, the mind starts to become more relaxed and it's easier to let things slip and fall back and that's why it's so hard to get more things done when you're kind of later on in the day because, you know, we run out of that that drive to get stuff done, you know. I mentioned the discipline cycle, but there's definitely a more straightforward path. So picture this. Desire leads to discipline and discipline leads to habit. We desire something, whether that be mental, physical, or otherwise, and we need the discipline to get started and keep going. And once we have that momentum, that discipline, it eventually becomes a habit to better yourself, or to get something done, or to just make your bed in the morning, you know what I mean? I talk a lot about yoga and diet and exercise, and while all those are important things, I want to take a moment to talk about something a bit more relatable and that is school. (laughs) Um, I'll briefly talk about school um, just because school is definitely something that's a little bit out of the ordinary right now. I mean, it takes discipline to get up every morning and it takes discipline to be in school for eight hours a day. It takes discipline to get on the bus and drive from school to school picking up kids that you have no idea who they are and sit in this bus and then sit in a chair for eight hours and deal with the school environments even if we're not online even if we are you know that school environment creates something different and I feel like it drains a lot of people's willpower by the time we end school we've made so many decisions that most of us don't have the discipline to do anything afterwards you know We're going into school and we're going from class to class, doing exercises, learning about things, and then we go home and we don't want to do our homework because we've already made all of those decisions. We've already made so many decisions in the day that it becomes so hard to actually sit down and do more of that. We have this new online schedule in uh, our district, our school district, and um, it used to be that we were online from 8.15 to 12.15. So four hours, basically like 50 minute periods, five minutes apart, and that was it. And then now they changed it up to where we are in school from 7 to 11.15, and then we're in school again from 1.15 to 2.20. So we have a two hour break, and then we go back. Now... It would be different if they were smart about it, (laughs) but they wanted to get people back into school, and so the kids that do go back into school, uh, if there's just one student in the class, then they have to go to the cafeteria and sit with all the other kids. And the thing is, almost every student is just the only student in their class, you know, like there's There's no real incentive to go back to school because we have to do all of our work on the computer anyways because COVID, so they don't want to be passing out papers, uh, they don't want to be sanitizing every desk, everyone has to be six feet apart anyways, they have to wear their masks inside, and honestly, what's the point? Why would you take two extra hours, sometimes three extra hours, getting ready, putting on your clothes, going to school when 
you're just gonna do the same thing that you would do at home. Anyways, that's another rant. Um, I'm getting off track. But, um, school is an interesting thing because it skips that first fundamental step for most kids. Most kids don't have the desire to go to school. And I can acknowledge the people that do, but speaking from experience, uh, whenever someone mentions school, it's almost like a cringe fest. It's like a, it's like a, ooh, do we have to talk about school right now? (laughs) Because, like, most don't have the desire to step into a building for eight hours a day and learn things that they don't think matter. And rightfully so. So if it skips desire, what about discipline? Well... To some extent, we all need discipline to even get out of the bed in the morning. And sometimes that's supplied a bit by our parents, but we still need to actually get up and go and attend classes. And that all eventually becomes a habit. It becomes easier to do that, but it's a forced scenario where we all need to be there, but we can't find any real incentive in the actions themselves. Maybe that's something to look into, because... That's why kids are just so fed up with the school system. You look at other countries where kids are excited to go to school and excited to learn, and I don't think school will ever be something that everyone is just 100% ready to go to and devote all their time to, but there's definitely a problem in the U.S. with that kind of thing. It skips desire. So how are you going to get anywhere without desire at all? We need to desire something to build discipline off of. Maybe for some people, it's just the idea of college. But think about it. When you don't truly want something, how hard is it to start building a habit? How hard is it to look yourself in the mirror and be like, wow, I need to have some self-discipline in this? It's so fascinating how they expect all of the kids in school to just operate on this never-ending cycle until we graduate and then just be okay, you know? As you can tell, (laughs) I'm really craving a spring break. Uh, I had spring break this past week and it's supposed to be relaxing, um, but it's also about me being disciplined in the fact that I know that April is going to be a crazy month with how I study, how I track my progress, how I play and chill out, how I eat, how I exercise. It's just going to be insane. And I know that. And so, while this spring break needs to be a chill period for me, I also know that I have to get shit done. I have to get stuff done so that I'm not as stressed as I would be if I just did nothing the whole spring break. And here's the thing. I don't know about everyone else, but I feel good when I get stuff done. You know? I feel good when I am just, you know, being productive in the morning. Uh, I exercise. I do my yoga. uh, I eat healthy. I just feel better in my body. I feel like I, I know I'm having, like, some sort of allergic reaction right now. Obviously, you can't see me, but I feel, like, really, like, itchy in my throat, and, like, it's not COVID, because I got tested, but, um, it's just, like, it's just not a pleasant feeling, and I hate that, because I know that I'm not on, on my A-game, 
And I also have to recognize that discipline is something that is also going to change, you know? Motivation is definitely going to be something that is fleeting. You're never going to have motivation all the time. But that's also the case with discipline, you know? As, as disciplined as people may be, there's always going to be things that happen in life that are going to cause you to slip up. There's going to be things that cause you to get thrown off your game and not want to eat healthy and not want to exercise and not want to study for that really important test, you know? And we all have to be reminded of that desire. So let's do a quick exercise to end off this episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter but I wanted to just get this out there. These are just my thoughts. Um, let me know how you like this new podcast um, format. Uh, I feel like I it just really flows uh, for me. But so think about something that you have been trying to do. And it can be anything from making your bed in the morning to eating healthier and getting in shape to... Uh, getting all A's in your classes. Uh, Maybe it's even, you know, finding love. Maybe it's being social. So think about a task that you've assigned yourself and think about just how disciplined have you been on it so far. Reflect on the level of discipline that you've had in your life thus far and figure out, you know, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I prioritizing to get this task done? Am I willing to change anything to get that goal achieved? What am I willing to change? Do I really desire it for the right reasons? Now that's an important question. Answer that and then come back to the story. Um... Most of the time, when people are talking about uh, desiring things, it is usually very surface level. Wanting to get in shape is a great goal. And I have that goal, you know, but my overarching goal is to just be healthy and happy. And I know that when I am feeling my best, and eating healthy and just exercising and moving my body, that's when I feel the best. And I have the discipline and I'm continuously building it to get to that point. Now, if I'm just purely trying to like lose weight or build muscle for just a uh, surface level reason, like I want to look hotter, you know? (laughs) I I honestly feel like those kinds of desires don't last and aren't sustainable. And here's why. That is all reliant on motivation. I don't need the motivation to be happy and healthy. I just don't need that. And that's maybe that's just speaking for myself. Maybe that's just, uh, you know, naive of me. Um, maybe, maybe most humans need motivation to be happy and healthy. But for me, that's just not, that's just not it. 
I look at being happy and healthy as something that is a genuine desire to just live out the rest of my life as as graciously as I can. And without that level of motivation and instead having that desire to truly want that and have the discipline to do that, I'm creating habits. And it just goes back to that continuous cycle, you know? But if I were to just say, you know, I I want to just be just a bombshell, you know, that's fine for a little while, but I really don't think that I'm going to have the motivation to eat healthy and do all that if it's not making me happy or if it's not really fueling any sort of desire other than the fact that I want people to look at me and be like, wow, like she's she's really hot because that's not sustainable. And I'll end it with this. It's not sustainable because we're going to get old and my skin's going to sag and I'm going to have wrinkles and that is perfectly fine, but I'm not going to be hot forever. You know what I mean? So even if I did get hot, that's not how this works. <laughs> it's not how life works. And so I have the desire to turn myself into a habit building machine with everything I do. And that's okay if you don't. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to do that. But just keep it in the back of your mind that self-discipline is all about letting go of that emotional attachment to motivation and really setting yourself apart from the crowd. Make everything about what do you truly desire. Look into the future and be like, wow, what am I willing to give up now to get to that point? I'm at point A right now. What do I have to do to get to point B? And then point C and then point D and then so on and so on and so on. Because you are supplying yourself with a very limited amount of time if you're just relying on motivation. But it takes discipline to actually act on the things that you've set out for yourself. What do you think Bill Gates has tons of? What do you think all of these like animators and movie like filmmakers, what do you think they have to have to sit on a project for months and months and months and just tweak and continuously just dive into this project? Sure, it's passion, but it's also because they have the desire to create something great. They have the discipline to stick with it and they make that kind of challenge a habit. So remember that uh, kind of cycle and just think about it. Think about it in the tasks that you assign yourself and let me know. Let me know how that goes because I truly, I truly do believe that it is something that I wish I would have heard when I was younger. That motivation is fleeting. And you might as well just create more discipline while you're at it, while you're young. Because it's a lot easier right now. Alright, I've been saying I'm going to end it for the past 10 minutes, but um, (laughs) new episodes every Thursday. Any comments, concerns, questions, critiques, all happily welcomed. Feel free to leave them wherever you'd like to leave them. 
And with that being said, you are not special. But you can be revolutionary if you put your mind to it. See ya!